Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 65 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tim Freeze. And me, Faisal. Welcome back, episode 65. Unfortunately, we have been gone for a week. We have, we have. Not our fault. We did have an infected sitting right opposite me, but he's fine now. I know, I was going to say, I mean, it's technically not our fault. I mean, can't do anything about it, but yeah, I'm rested now. Yeah, I mean, what was it when you did the test? You said the the positive line came up before even the control. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what you had, mate. Bit of a mad one. And it came and went pretty quick. Yeah, it's because you've been walking around infected, infecting everyone else, mate, without knowing. Probably. Probably. I probably caught it like, what, like a week in. But the conscience got the better of you and you did test. And I did a test. And then you were a good boy. Well done. Exactly. And you were a good boy. You stayed put. In your vacuum sealed chamber, away from society. Yeah, so, uh, yes. But we are back, and it feels good to be back. It feels like it's been ages. But we are recording this on deadline day. Mm. We put out the recording of today's episode because we thought, right, we want to be on the cutting edge, bring you the latest. But to be honest, it's just as expected to be fair a lot of rumours and a lot of disappointment at the minute yeah, really basically which we will get on to first of all Faze come on fill us in on the week man fill everyone in on the um, week what can I say I mean early last week battling Covid you sound like you still are mate you I know, to blow I'm, your I'm, I'm blaming some hay fever but uh, yeah battling Covid managed to get over it by midweek Animal. back on the town on the weekend Big time as well. A bit of a mad weekend, a good one, a good bank holiday weekend. Went down to London, saw our mate, nice yeah. little barbecue. Yeah, he had the tilt and two on the ones and twos. We did, yeah. Took our, uh, went back to our DJing room. I know, mate. At the old barbecue and uh, dusted off some cobwebs. Yeah, yeah. See us in Mykonos soon. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, and then Monday we went to Nottingham Carnival, which, which was... Uh, is always an eye-opener. It is, it is. First one in, what, was it like two or three years? I think it was and two. And man, I don't know anyone listening in if they were at the carnival, but you just can't leave. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I like it, but I also don't like it. I know, man. I know, there was I times where it was like, amazing, and other times yeah. when you just... People are pushing into you. You Stinks literally can't move. Stinks of piss. People are literally pissing up the side of a ten million pound, twenty million pound house. It is just madness. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like every year it comes round. It's like, and we're always like, yeah, we have to go. We have to go. We got it. And you forget your experience the year before. Yeah, it's like it's like you're always dipping your toes back in. I know. It always comes and gets you again. That's the problem, mate. Mm, mm. Always, but anyway, yeah, it was worth checking out. I suppose <laughs> worth the checking out, worth passing through. Yeah, exactly. Says the guys who were there literally all day. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh my god, yeah, so Friday, much. Friday, bingo lingo. Oh yeah, Friday bingo lingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was a good laugh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good laugh. Yeah, I know. I, I knew. I annoyed it you a little bit. I was on top form. I was chatting to absolutely everyone and anyone. Yeah. And before I knew it, you were going, come on, let's leave. We're in a, what were we, in Digbuff. 
and uh, yeah, place I've never been before. Not the night owl, wasn't it? Night owl, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, you were desperate to move on. You wanted to get out on the tan, didn't you? And yeah, I looked down at the phone. I've been talking that long. It was half two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. One of them ones. Sorry, sorry, little bro. I'll let you down. But uh, yeah, a big weekend. On to the next Preston North End away. Who is going? Let us know. Let us know. Right, shameless plug. If you're not already, make sure you do. Check us out on our social media. Follow us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two. Also our YouTube, the Tilton Two. Videos resuming very shortly. As, as close as close as within the next week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, that is the what absolute said. plan. That's that what we've said, plan. and we're holding each other to it now. And it's now on episode 65, so... It's going to be a tricky one, but we'll find the time, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, wow, the pessimism already. I mean, yeah, we've got Preston to go to. Yeah, and then we've got other days, mate. Relax, okay? Let's hope uh, yeah. uh, Uncle Covid doesn't bite back. Anywho, on two blues news then let's round this up let's see where we are come transfer deadline day like i said lots of rumors in the last couple of days swirling around can we get a striker in can we get a left back in can we strengthen the side i guess as a whole bring more depth i mean that was evident wasn't it against norwich if we just look at that which we'll talk about a little bit later but we can start anywhere here, Faze. Let's talk about an outgoing. First of all, we saw today Sam Cosgrove. Yep. Low move confirmed to Plymouth. Yeah. What do you reckon? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not that disappointed about it, but then I know I know kind of where you stand. And it mm. is it is true in terms of I mean I've said that without even explaining the point, but No. It is true in terms of, you know, letting go of Simon Crossgrove. We obviously don't have that much depth in terms of strikers. I mean, we've seen, obviously, we've got Hogan and Deeney now who start, but the output hasn't been there, has it, so no, far? No, anyway, not at all. Particularly from Deeney. Um, obviously, we've got Juki on the bench, but, yeah, I mean, like you've said, to be fair to him, Sam Crossgrove this season, I mean, he has looked better. Man, I think he's put a shift in. Every yeah, time he's he come on, looked, he's put a shift he in. Better. I mean, when and he I first think... joined the team, I was thinking this is literally like just driftwood. But yeah, yeah but I think has we both better did. this season. He is, I guess, yeah. If you go from the standpoint of no depth, it is a bit disappointing. But I don't know. I've never been a huge Sam Cosgrove fan, to be honest. My yeah, personal opinion. Okay. Well, yeah, for me, I think he's put a. Ma- he's been. His effort when he's come on, I think it's leaps and bounds from where he was last season. Mm-hmm. I think hopefully with him going out, well, I can't even speak, with him going out on loan means the Blues are very confident that we're bringing in another striker well, yeah, that's what to think. fill in the position. Because again, we are so thin. You've got senior strikers, you've got Hogan, Deeney, Juki, and we did have Cosgrove, really. Leco. I don't really want to see him up top. But, yeah. And I don't think Eustace sees him up top either. So, yeah. Not deal-breaker that he's gone out on loan. But I did think he'd probably make more 
or feature more this season for Blues, considering his involvement in pre-season and him getting, albeit short amount of time, but you know playing time on the pitch. Yeah. You know within you know the season, so let's see how that goes. I can just see it now with him going on like, going out alone. We're just gonna watch his contract roll well, out. Yeah. And go I mean, free, I mean that but... is a thing. Like I did think, to be honest, when I first saw you know the potential of him going on loan and stuff, I did think, obviously, we're going to get a replacement. Yeah. And we've been linked, well, we'll obviously talk about it a bit, but we've been linked with a couple of strikers and stuff. Well, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know if something's going to materialise by the deadline. I don't know if it is. I'm not, I'm pretty pessimistic about it, to be honest, about us getting are a striker. You, are you the doubting door. the big CG, Craig Gardner? I know, I mean, he can get it done. We he have does seen, get it done. We have seen he does him, get it um, done. Yeah, we have seen him bring in some names, but... But at the minute, we're none the wiser, are we? No. Again, we've got some links, but as we're seeing, they just fall by the wayside. Yeah, I mean, a couple of them have literally, yeah, well, just one come of us, and gone. One of us has trolled us, which we're going to talk about right now. Let's talk about that striker position then, links we've had, and where we look like we're standing right now. So as we said, Cosgrove's gone. Striker that we were linked a couple of days ago and looked looked like it was going to happen was, I can't even remember his bloody name now. That's not a good sign, is it? No, is it a Thomas a Asante? That was it. Brandon Thomas Asante, 23-year-old from League Two, Salford City. At one point, we had a, uh, a transfer fee agreed. Albion came in, stole his signature from us. Again, Fairly young lad, 23, at Salford City. I think over his time that he'd been there, in 100, oh, I've got it, mate, 125 games, he'd scored 30 goals with 13 assists. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it was, what What did you think about that? I mean, I thought, yeah, it was done. When Albion come knocking, fair enough, they took him. But even that, if you look at the, the numbers, it's not someone who I think is going to set no. the championship alight. And that's what we really need. I know we are Birmingham City and we have to be realistic. We're realistic. We are going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel for strikers or you need to be looking for those absolute hidden gems, which, let's let's face it, every single club is looking for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I personally, yeah, wasn't excited about that. I mean... Any time you hear about, obviously, Conference League 2, whatever. League 1, I'm not as um, like pessimistic about. But, you know, League 2 or below. It's the ideal thing is jump, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. The ideal thing is to hear a lot more goals at that level, mm. personally. Just because you know how big the jump is from that level to the championship. If you're only scoring, what, 1 in 4, let's say, you know. What are um, you? Are you? What, what are we bringing in? Because you'd like to think Hogan, Deeney are a much better caliber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are a much better caliber. Yeah, than yeah, that. yeah. It's true. It's true. One hundred percent. Even the likes of Lecco, you'd like to think would have a better goal ratio than that yeah. in that division. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It's a yeah. massive jump, massive jump, and Blues. Let's face it, we have to be real. Yeah. We're feeding off scraps. Unless it's any like striker in there is feeding off scraps. Know, the only time I think it would make sense is if it was a really young lad, 
um, you know, and we can get him on a permanent for ridiculously cheap, like a hundred grand or something. Do you know what I mean? Like something like that, where you can literally develop him and see where he goes. Mm. It's not for for what we want really, which is no, we need someone who's going to fit into the starting eleven or the match day squad and get us goals. Yeah, and get us goals and. Again, you're going to be feeding us scraps and let's be realistic. The way we play, I'm not a huge fan. And I'm going to talk about it when we go to the Norwich game. But we need, you know, it suits like a target man. Because all we do, we are so so annoyingly one-dimensional that it is all wing, 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 cross. Nothing through the middle. So, yeah. That's one, and again, he's now at Albion. That deal's gone through. Other links that we've had, we saw Josh Madger. Yeah. This one was very frustrating. This is a lad that has had all the hype around him. Yeah, yeah. All the hype around him. Remember when we were watching that Sunderland documentary on Netflix, and that was the first one we saw about him. I know that was what created the hype, I suppose. I think a lot of people would have seen him through that initially. Yeah, 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 he got his, you know, fairly big money move. I think he moved around like five mil or something to Bordeaux. Again, that's from like League One, Sunderland. And then he's had loan spells in the Prem with Fulham. He's had loan spell with Stoke in the Championship, both of which were very, I guess, lacklustre. The goals to output was pretty poor. And I swear I remember at Fulham he scored in his debut or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like a tapping. Yeah, I remember yeah, we were like, oh, he's doing it. He is something, he is something. But yeah, number-wise, it's been pretty disappointing for him. But again, when you see that name and remember we are Birmingham City, let's, yeah, exactly. let's, uh, let's be realistic. You're thinking, yeah, brilliant. I'm hearing it's a permanent deal. I'm hearing five-year deal. Okay, good. Let's see what this is. And yeah, how many DMs did we get? We got so many DMs around the Magic deal, didn't yeah. we? So many. And then he comes out and pretty much trolls us. Mm. Uh, you know, retweeting a tweet, basically breaking down the deal, saying that he's going to be coming in, flying in for his medical, and then puts the meme, you know, I was I was telling you, wasn't it? That lad, oh, I don't know about that. I don't yeah. know about that. Just think, as if, like, man, kick us when we're down, do you know what I mean? We're now getting trolled by players. Like, what? But needless to say, that Magic deal is off. He's signed, I think, another year, another two years um, at Bordeaux. So, yeah, and I think the deal is like something like he's free to leave if they don't get promoted up into the, you know, Liga. So, I don't know, but that's another one gone. Next link, which is still in place, I guess. It, guess it hasn't been shut down just yet, is we're linked with Chesterfield striker, and I'm going to try my best not to butcher this name, Kabongo Shimanga. Right, 25 years old, looks like an absolute unit, mm. which we love. National League, plays for Chesterfield. Last season... He scored 25 goals in 30 games. These are the numbers we like to see, know, people. I mean. But caveated about. by, we're talking about National League. Here. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking, you were just talking about the jump from League Two 
to the championship huge well national leagues even bigger yeah 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 even sure. bigger you tearing up that league does not translate into you tearing up the championship but this one does look like it's still potentially there's some there's you know there might be something happening there it hasn't been who shut down yet knows exactly who knows who knows what's going to happen there but 25 is a great age like i said number wise you got like i said 25 and 30 games before a leg injury or an ankle injury i think he was took him out for the rest of the season so again can we see that again like i said <coughs> oh and it's back whoops covid rears its ugly head once again as i was saying big lad big lad to be fair he's gonna have that you know will he be good in the air i don't know that part but again his size is his stature looks like he could fit into that definitely definitely looks intimidating but yeah we'll see watch your space one thing I've I've forgot to mention, I've just remembered face, Lyle Taylor, don't forget that. Mm. Free to leave, free to leave Forest. The rumours and everything, obviously it's naturally, naturally going to spark. Oh, can he come back to Blues? Can a deal be done? It makes sense, blah, blah, blah. But nothing really concrete. And that for me is something I would love us to to take a look at. For me, like I said last season, he was everything we needed. Great around the changing room, clearly. Great with the fans. Yeah, I'd love to see that. And the fact yeah. that it's gone quiet, I'm sure there are some conversations going on in the background around that one. I'm 100% sure. I hope so, yeah. I, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see something come out about La Taylor, whether it's just a deal not being done or, you know, maybe just before the deadline date it might be announced so again the thing I'll worry about is obviously his wage demands I mean that was what before initially I thought was yeah well the uh, it was a stumbling block yeah. yeah but we'll see as the transfer deadline gets closer and maybe he sits down and realises what options he's got maybe we'll take a pay cut who knows yeah. we'll see but I would love to personally see Lyle Taylor back in a blue yeah, shirt yeah of course him and Bakuna's little I know, little bromance mate yeah exactly and the rest of them and while we're talking about bromances let's bring back the next link rumour I mean if you read on social media all we're waiting for is a club confirmation really with how much bloody stir this is caused I mean I'd be surprised caused. if any blue nose doesn't know about this I know Tahith Chong and again you were talking about bromances and all of this again he fits into that what was it our magnificent uh what was it, Faze? The four. Uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, Mount Rushmore, man. To Heath Chong. Chongi. So apparently, a deal has been struck. A fee has been agreed. And yeah, to Heath Chong is coming to Birmingham City on a permanent. Again, it has not been officially announced no, yet. But if you see how much stuff is going around online. No, got to be true. And people confirming, no, it's confirmed, it's confirmed deal. We have managed to get to Heath Chong on a permanent. Now, this, for me, is... I don't even have words for it. Like, it's so crazy to me. Mm. A player with this much hype, before his injury, that took him out for most of last season, he was probably, I'd argue, one of the best players in the championship, genuinely. He was electric. 
you got that much hype around him, like we said. How is this lad moving on a permanent for, I guess, not big bucks? Oh, yeah, because that's what we were saying. We were saying how interesting it would be to see the figure because it's yeah. got to be millions. Know, just, just from It blues, has to be millions. Just from the, the viewpoint of Blues. Yeah. It can't exceed... A ridiculous amount. No, like in my head, got the money. five million is a ridiculous yeah, amount. Yeah, but if we say we've signed anyone, Taheev Chong or yeah. anyone, and it turns out, yeah, Blues have spent five mil, are you not shocked? I'm absolutely yeah, yeah, that's gobsmacked. What I mean. That's what I mean. I would never but have thought then, us to put that money then down. I think in my head, you know, when you hear a permanent deal for Taheev Chong, I'm thinking in my head, you know, if it was any other club, surely I know, it would be five in... million plus. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the figure would be, but you would think just for the potential and everything that it would be more. Yet with Blues, you know, I'm almost thinking, you hear this, it has to be a steal, surely. That's Do it. Do Blues have it the is. money to not, you know, to pay X amount? They don't. So, yeah, if this is a sub five million deal, honestly, I don't see how we lose. Right, this, what I'm going to say now is completely off of one person's comment, right? One person's comment who has got no, you know... Yeah, it's not a reliable... It's just another blue nose, right? Like us. But I have seen the figure of 2.2 million. If that is true, I think Craig Gardner deserves a knighthood. I know. Because even if we look at Chong, right, as an asset... Not only on the playing field, but let's look at him as a financial asset. He's a player, genuinely, we could get through the door now for 2 mil, whatever, 2.2 mil. And I genuinely think we could sell him on straight away for more than that. Yeah, profit for sure. It's mental. And if we've done it, again, if Blues, honestly, it's like a risk that I think you have to take. If it's going to mess the books up or it's going to put us really tight, but we bring in Taheev Chong, who can be, like I said, a financial asset for us to bring more money in the club, let's say in a season, two seasons, or can help us, which I think he will do, to really push up the table and just give us that dynamic threat, do it. Hmm. Like, do it. This is a calculated risk that I can't see not paying off. Well, yeah, just whether it's on the pitch or off the pitch. Your quid's in, basically. I don't see 100%. how. 100%. Lose. The only thing, and I think this links to, obviously, another player who we've seen come through the door recently, is I just feel like I really do hope we bring Chong in, but we brought in another player. Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal. Medjury, however you pronounce Finally, it. Finally, deal was done, yeah. We saw and him against Norwich. I just find it a bit confusing. Let's say we had Chong through the door. How we'd play yeah. Bakuna, Medjury, well, Hannibal, and Chong. Yeah. How would, you know, because they're three starters for me. Well, I said this to you, didn't I? There's no way Hannibal's come to us without there being a clause in his contract yeah. saying he needs X to play X amount of minutes or oh, you're going to yeah. get fined, you're going to get dock money. So he's definitely in the picture for being a start. From what we saw, 100% he should be. Yeah, he looks, right? he looks good. Well, we'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah, he looks really good, I think. And like you said, we were literally talking about yesterday, phase, weren't we? Because Bakun has kind of been playing more as like, you know, it's like a three in midfield, really, if you look at the centre. Mm. Two kind of sitting deeper. And then Bakun has been playing slightly more attacking. And Bakun, to be fair, he's done well in that position. But with Chong and 
Hannibal. You got two cams there. Yep. Unless Bakuna sits deep and we have those two playing attacking. I, I don't know, know how I don't and know then, how you would play that three in the middle. No, and then you hear rumours that Eustace wants to play four yeah, four, four two. Four, two yeah. Okay then. So now where do we fit Chong? Where do we fit Hannibal? Where do we fit, fit Bakuna? Bakuna. I know Chong has played left wing before, so potentially potentially, but again, I don't know how it would all fit. I can't I know, wait to see. Interesting, yeah, but but to me that that just is the point. Like I, I'm not benching Pakuna. No. Um, just from what we've seen anyway, and obviously the reputation, you're not benching Hannibal. No. And Chong speaks for himself. You're not bringing him in to put him on the bench. No. So it is an interesting dilemma, but yeah, obviously bring Chong through the door, especially if it's sub five million. I know, mate. Even if it is five million, I, I know think you exactly. Go for I it think for Blues, if as long as as long as it doesn't bankrupt the club, I'd go for it because I don't see how we lose on this deal. Yeah, yeah. And for what it will do for the fans, it is yeah brilliant. And I'm sure Paul Richards and Maxi Lopez know what a huge deal that is, what it will do for the club, what it will do for the fan base, what it will do for for everyone. It will just gal, you know, it will be a huge deal, and that potentially is why. We haven't. They haven't announced it. They probably have done a deal potentially, know, they and they just want to wait till literally know, the last the minute and just announce it. Or moment. they're doing some stupid media promo, like we saw for Sanderson, the bloody Sandman, and Hakuna or Bakuna Matata. Remember that? Bloody hell! But again, let's hope this one goes through. If it is, it's limbs over here. And finally, let's talk about the left. Wing back that we signed, finally or left back even, Longello from West Ham, twenty one years old, played. He's never made a Premier League appearance for West Ham, been in there under twenty three side, plays there. I think he's been captain for some of the age groups as well. Looks like a player, but again. It is a different world, isn't it? Under twenty three development squads compared to. Yeah, match level championship. Yeah, it is. It is so different. So, yeah, it's hard to say. But from what I've seen, again, you know, I love a little YouTube montage. He looks like a great player. He's very quick, it looks like. Looks like he's got a good bit of flair. Defensively, again, you're only going to see his best bits. So it'll be interesting to see him when he's in full swing. But again, we haven't had a left back. We don't no, have a no, left exactly. back. We don't have a left wing back. So That's it is. What I was going to say we need a lad. that left side. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 So hopefully we can. You know, he's got a massive point to prove. It's his first loan moves. His first. And I was saying this to you when I phase yesterday, and it goes for the same for Hannibal. Like if you're Man United, you're West Ham. You know these lads are going into, like invaluable experience look at these lads you're coming into a proper competitive championship team we are down the bottom of the table the fans you know man we've seen it can get on top of the players when they're playing crap and they do rightfully so and then we can be absolutely galvanized screaming singing keep rhyme from the top of our lungs where are they going to get that experience from anywhere else and again 
every game where they could go to a mid-table championship team or a Premier League team or whatever and it could be a nothing season. No, they are literally coming into a team where they have to step up. They have to be pivotal parts of the team. Hannibal has to be pivotal for us. Longello, if we don't sign another left-back or wing-back, he's definitely going to be in our starting team or in the match day squad. He, he is. So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it now. That's all we can do, isn't it? Mm. Hopefully he'll play or play some part uh, against Preston. Be interested if he goes straight into the team, won't it? Yeah, for sure. But uh, again, watch this space. We will be on social media all day today. As soon as anything's uh, announced, you'll be able to see it on our story. So make sure you head over to our social media. Right, let's quickly just round up all the injury updates before we then talk about the recent performance against Norwich. Okay, so against Norwich, Gardner came off. We saw him come back, put in a shift, which we'll talk about in a bit, but got taken off, I think, fairly early into the second half, wasn't it, Faze? Yeah. But yeah, apparently he's out for three weeks. Um, Harley Dean... Nico Gordon, George Friend, they're still a bit off. Apparently, it's about three to four weeks. Placetta, four to five weeks is what's mm. being reported. Um, good news, we saw Colin being absent uh, against Norwich, but apparently he's been assessed either today or tomorrow uh, and may, may feature uh, against Preston, we'll have to see. And then finally, Christian Bielik could feature against Preston North End. Yeah. That is huge. That I know, is it's huge. One, I, I said this to you uh, at the Norwich game. It's easy to forget that we've even got Bielic, to be honest. And but it's even easy to forget what a player is yeah, when exactly. he's fit and I mean, he's firing. And what he has to the team. You yep. know, just that position and everything. So, uh, But don't forget, Faze, as you were just saying, Hannibal, Chong, Bakuna, Bielic. A weird one. Oof. A weird one. As well as all the young lads who I think genuinely put their name in yeah, the hat. Yeah, Alfie Chang. Alfie Chang, Jordan James. Jordan James, obviously. Yeah, just to name a few, really. But, yeah, let's see. Bielik's a big one for me. Let's hope he features against Preston. Right, now let's talk about Rotherham game. I don't think we need to say anything terrible. Yeah, Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. all about the Rotherham game. Moving on. Typical, isn't it? But, anyway... Norwich, we were there. What do you reckon, Faze? As an initial thought, should we talk about... Talk about the lineup first. All right, mate, you beat me to it. Can you give me a second, please, mate? Just there were some... Off the top of my well, head. Well, there were some absentees that we yeah, were a yeah, bit there like, were, hang there on were, a minute. As in, yeah, not even featured on the squad list. No, exactly. So let's look. So in goal, Ruddy. Back line, well... The three centre backs, Sanderson, Roberts, Trusty. Wing backs, we had uh, Williams, Josh Williams, and Jordan Graham. In the middle, we had Gary Gardner, Alfie Chang, Bakuna, and up top, Hogan and Deeney. Yeah, yeah. So, like you said, Faze, Colin, we knew he was injured, fair enough. Williams came in. I was happy for that. I thought, yeah, give him a give him a shout. We were saying before as well, weren't we, even before the Robin game? Like, I can see Williams coming in and taking Colin's spot, keeping Colin out of the team. So that was one that I was looking forward to seeing more. Jordan Graham filling in at wing back. 
Um, and Alfie Chang, Alfie Chang and uh, Gardner coming in. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we were we were we knew it was going to be a tough game, didn't oh, we? Yeah. especially after Rotherham. We want we we needed a response, but we knew it was going to be tough. But what do you reckon on the performance as a whole? Like, if we look at it a team, let's not look at it as just individuals. What do you think? As the whole game as a whole? Yeah. Yeah, I personally thought it was pretty poor. Right. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Just from the standpoint of, like, not the result, not taking the result into account, but just how easy we are to predict yeah one yeah how little true opportunities we create you know not just against Norwich but in general in the way we play football and how easily really we were to get out of shape the whole game pretty much I mean don't get me wrong Norwich were a great team absolutely stretched the movement the speed everything you could tell there were what they are, which is a potential top team, and they're going to pro- they're going to be in the. I reckon they're going to be in the top two coming end of the season. But saying that, yeah, I mean, it was just frustrating. I mean, you go from the start, and it was pretty clear early on that. I mean, it we, was it was basically just a defensive game for us. Like I mean, I think we definitely on. started well. Tremember, we started first ten minutes. I think we looked into it. We looked yeah. good, way better than Rotherham against, like I said, remember a top a side. Top team, yeah. So I think we started off really, really well. I genuinely do. We were attacking. We were moving the ball fairly well. After around the fifteen-minute mark, maybe even slightly earlier, you could see they really started to come into the game and what yeah, they were doing I mean, so well. Yeah. What they were doing, and like you said about our. Our structure, it's games like this where your structure, everyone knowing where you play, the communication between the players is so important because they really were stretching us. Oh, yeah, they just shift the ball instantly. They had that Nunes in the midfield, and he's got to be one of the best midfielders in the championship. Like, we'll keep an eye out for that lad because he was outstanding that game. He ran the whole show, ran the whole show. And they were literally, yeah, they were just picking us apart, picking us apart. And then you kind of notice, like I said, we started off well. And I'd say, like, it was more individual performances where you're scratching your head thinking, what are you doing? Like, yeah. What are you doing? The most annoying one for me was Williams. Yeah, In the yeah, first he half, he say. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Out of position. Very clear to see. Out of position. And we were saying before, weren't we, Faze? That game really was completely down the wings completely down the wings we were getting nothing down the middle nothing so ball moves down to the wing and to be fair in the first half Williams is finding himself in space because we were passing it around the back and then straight out to the wing and when it's like that it was him on the wing on his own with one of their defenders he has to take his man on if we are going to get across an attacking position he has to take his man on and he has to get a cross on. And he was so negative. He wasn't taking his man on, couldn't beat his man, turning yeah. back, playing it back inside. I mean, he, just, he did not have any confidence to take Exactly, that was he what he was. You know, like in a Sunday league game or whatever, where you know you're playing shit pretty much and your confidence is gone. Mm. That's what it looked like to me, where he was just rattled for the rest of the first half. 
Yeah. Anytime he got the ball, he looked so unsure. You know, there were a couple of times. There was one time where he literally gets a ball like around the halfway line and just passes it straight down the line like no one was no there. No one, yeah. And it was just like just booting the ball away so he didn't get tackled, really. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it kind of just killed us attackingly, attacking-wise because, again, our biggest outlet was the wings and that was how we were playing. That's how we do bloody play. Nothing mm. through the middle. So it just stops us dead in our tracks when it looked attacking-wise. Um, what else? It was oh I mean, Hogan phase. Scotty Hogan. We know what we found out that he's been ill for the for the past week. Fair enough. Yeah. But man, we're talking clearances with no one even around him, and he's scuffing it. Yeah, I know he missed. He missed it a sitter, even, wasn't it? It wasn't even missing the sitter or anything. It was more. There were numerous times, like three or four times, where he just missed the ball. Yeah, you completely. Know, scuff times. it. It hit his standing leg face. Yeah, a couple times, don't get me wrong, it was a bit adventurous going for the shot anyway. But even so, like, just connect with the ball. Yeah. You know, it was very frustrating to see from Massive. a guy who, you know, we're counting on. Mm. The other thing is, Norwich, I thought, you could see just individually, player for player, you could see the, like, class difference, really. Yeah. Every single player on their team was able to get the ball and find space, basically, or find themselves time. You know, even no the panic. Yeah, they'd all. grab the ball. You know, they'd, they'd keep the ball. They'd spin around a bit, lose the midfielder, and they've got enough time to pass it. Yeah, none of them. They'd were make doing space what we for themselves. Do, yeah, which is you know, you pass it into Gardner, and he's already looking to boot it up boot to, it. Yeah. to Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a big difference, a big difference, and a, a lot of one twos as well. A yeah. lot of one twos opening yeah. us up. I mean, if it wasn't for Ruddy, if it wasn't for our defence really just clogging it up, Norwich could have been up two nil going into half time. Yeah. Really, yeah. You know, they were creating a lot of chances. It was just that last shot or or things like that that just didn't go their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it wasn't a great first half at no, all. No, 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 no. It wasn't. I don't think it was either. They showed their class. Yeah. I mean, performance-wise, if we look at who 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 stood out for me, I think Alfie Chang did fucking... I nearly swore there. I think he did brilliant. I think Alfie Chang was really, really good. Really good. Kept hold of the ball well. He didn't panic. Was definitely involved in the game. It was good to see. Good to see. Jordan Graham was another one who was all over the place. I think he had a really, really poor game. Jordan Graham did actually mm. had a very poor game. I think he should be on the bench next game. Um, Troy Deeney, I have to give him a shout out. I think Deeney was really good. The only thing with Deeney, and it was so weird, we kept saying it. He was dropping so deep. I mean, deep. Yeah. In terms of. Mate, he's sitting in at left wing back. Yeah, well, that's yeah. In the second what? half, he was sitting very deep. Like, I mean, he was he was giving back. it a hundred though. Yeah, yeah. He was diving in the tackles, well. winning headers, brilliant. But when you think of that attacking threat, you're a striker. We're not gonna get it. I moan about Harry Kane coming back into the halfway line, and we've got Troy Deeney sitting in at left back. Yeah, yeah. You can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, looking at the second half, I mean, we come out. And when did we score? Was it like fifty something minutes? Uh, fiftieth minute, yeah. Yeah, and and that was mad, really, kind of against the run of play, but no, it a, a well worked goal. Yeah, 
you know, Graham just little chips through on the on the Bakuna. Um, I mean, it was line. lucky, man. Bakuna hits the ball in, exactly. it gets deflected into Hogan's path. Yeah, it just and he slots it, it in. off where it's perfect for Hogan. Because yeah, he's beating his man on that side. Exactly. But fair enough. Great we'll goal, take though. it. Yeah. We will take it, but and we're one nil up. But then, yeah, and thirteen minutes later, goal mouth scramble from a, a a really poor free kick. We shouldn't be giving away. That was another thing in the game. So much useless and pathetic fouls we were giving away mm. to a team in really dangerous positions. They have players who can score from free kicks, and we're giving them direct free kicks in great yeah. positions. But the score must scramble, you just think, just boo it. Well, that was from a free kick. That was what I just said, yeah. That was from a free kick. great save, to be fair. Yeah, great saves, gone out. You can just see from where we were in the tilt and balls bobbling around. Next minute, you can just see the yeah. net ripple. Yeah, and, and to be fair, you knew it was coming, really. Well, I, I didn't yeah. get the sense that we were genuinely going to hold on, but... You'd be absolutely gutted if you're Norwich and you didn't come away with at least a yeah, point yeah, of that yeah, game, sure. let's say that. But yeah, I mean, talking about needless fouls, we didn't even mention Williams getting himself a yellow early on, which mm. then played into, I mean, we all knew it was coming. They had a good bench, Cantwell, Pookie. Well, they brought, yeah, Pookie, Hernandez, Hernandez and uh, you just said it, Cantwell. They yeah. brought them on. But yeah, they brought, mad. I mean, the big player they brought on was... Onel Hernandez. We said it, didn't we? We said he's going to really be fired yeah. up for this. He's going to want to play well against us, play well at St. Andrews. And I think it was tactically a good decision. One, when he bought him it on. Was, I yeah. think it was around like the hour mark or something like that. Yeah. And the fact that he was playing on the side of Williams, who had They a knew. They knew as well Williams was the weak point. Yeah. They knew but he was having was a shocker. The weak point. Defensively, he was having a shocker anyway. He's on a yellow, so... Already, yeah, he can't you know, dive in. He's got to be careful. How fast is Onel Hernandez? Oh, no. As soon as he gets past you, he can't dive in. So you're mm. screwed. Yeah. And he absolutely ruled that side of the pitch. No, he did. He was unbelievable at his best. Constantly getting in the box. Like, he wasn't just crossing the ball. He was actually digging into the box, getting like a pass across the box. So a real danger the whole time. Man, he was going all the way, like you yeah, said, yeah, into the box, crazy. round Williams, into the box, by the byline. It was and just insane, yeah. And, and and you could just tell, like... To be honest, I'm surprised that we even lasted into the 90th minute. Yeah. Without conceding. Especially with how much he was tearing us up. It was, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. And at that point, it really was just like... Us, just very defensive. Nothing really attacking. Like you said, Deeney as a left wing back almost mm. at times. But that's when, you know, I don't care who you are, you professional footballers, you have to be able to see a game out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can't, like, it's easier said than done, I know, but you can't be going down at 90 plus three. It's like 98, wasn't it? No, he scored in the 93rd minute. Oh, there you go. Well, they gave yeah. us some ref- some reason, seven minutes of extra time. Night, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, and yeah, who scored? Onel Hernandez. On a, Rips on his T-shirt off. Crazy. Goes running to the away fans. You think, bloody yeah, hell, where's... Like slapping his tattoo. Yeah, yeah, where's the respect for the Blues? You know what I mean? We've all cheered him on when he's come know, on and everything. Already, but, yeah. Oh, well. But, yeah, you know, do I think it was a decent performance? I think, on the whole, I can't say it was absolutely shocking. We've gone up against the top two yeah. team, and it was definitely better than Rotherham. 
But do I think it was great? No, I don't think it was great. Even though what I'm hearing, phase when I speak to a lot of blues fans, I know, is, that it, was is that it was a great performance. And I do. You, it's hard to say it was a poor performance because we were up against a top top team. Yeah, We've come away. You know, we could we should have come away with a draw. But I have to say there was massive disappointment in a few players' performances. Yeah. Namely, Williams was way off it. And me thinking, well, he's going to take Collins' uh, position. No, I think that for me was a bit humbling. And it's like, well, no, Colin definitely is still our, our number one, you know, right back. Um, again, Graham, terrible. I genuinely thought Graham was terrible. Yeah. Take him off corners. I mean, even, yeah, exactly. Because his corners, are, corners were are, terrible. Even when he, you know, whips them in, they're always very high lofted. Okay. Man, he couldn't even clear it over the first man. Nah, was terrible. Not good. And then you've got Bakuna who was coming short, and it was never going to him. And instead of him joining in the attack, he just stood there. Anyway, anyway. But yeah, that was Norwich. Disappointing. We couldn't get anything. But on the whole, coming into it, yeah, you'd have bitten someone's arm off for a point. Yeah. So, on to the next. We've then got, oh, Faisal, before we move on to next, let's just say Hannibal. Hannibal came on. Oh, yeah, of course. Hard to, you know, again, you come on around 60 minutes and I, from what we saw, I think he looks bloody good. Yeah, I mean, you, you're judging it pretty much by, like, first touches, dribbles, whatever. Confidence, even, you know. That all spoke for itself, his first touches, confidence, yeah. blah, blah, blah. On but the ball, yeah. What I loved as well is how passionate he was as soon as he came on. Literally, he comes on. You know, he's, he's on the ball, whatever, he's confident about it. Ball goes out of play pretty early know, and he's there like... Then, yeah, come on, bringing know, all the pr- crowd yeah, up. Yeah. Riling all the crowd up. Did it twice, he did it to the tilt yeah. and the cop and then yeah. he did it in the main stand as there well. There you go, yeah. Deeney was loving it. Yeah, but also know. just seeing him, like he was, he was also giving players like instructions yeah. where they should be, you know, and stuff like that. You think this lad is a teenager, so... Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait to see him play Not at Preston. Not a full, a full night. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's play. hard enough coming on. We always say it, don't we? It's hard enough coming on and trying to impact a game. Give him the full night. He'll give him the start and let's see what happens. And I think, yeah, it brings us on to the next game, Preston North End. Away from home, Saturday, we are there. I hope you are too. If you are, give us a shout. We have to hopefully grab something here. We can't have another loss on the bounce, can no. we? No. I mean, we're sitting in 22nd at the minute. Yeah. Very early still, but... Yeah, but... Yeah. Come on. We've we got to... We need yeah. to start getting results. Exactly. Exactly. If we look at their last fixtures, let's look at their last... I mean, they haven't lost yet. Their last three. Yeah, they haven't lost They're in the They've won two, drawn five. Yeah. Exactly. And I've always thought Preston a bit of a bogey team for us anyway. They're always a tough team, physical team. Mm. We need to get something. We need at least a good performance away from home against Preston. We need to put a stamp on the game. We need to dominate. Yeah, I mean, Could we're I t- coming off the back of three losses. Here. Yeah, and they're going to be looking at us as like, right, this is a game we need to win. You know, this is, yeah, we really need to break the chain at the minute because otherwise it's just getting more and more downhill. No, 100%. 100%. I couldn't even tell you to start in 11. What, going into Preston? Yeah. Because I hope yeah. we're going to have 
some new names. I think the left back might get a shout, potentially. Can you imagine if Bielik comes? I don't think Bielik starts, but Bielik comes on. Yeah. Hannibal, I think, has got a good shout of playing, of starting. Can you imagine if we get Chong? Mm. And Chong goes straight in. I know the big question marks really is is, the, is the wing-backs as wing well. Wing-backs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In terms of do I have the confidence, whoever the wing backs are, it's pivot or they're getting the ball in the box apparently because that's our one dimension. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's you know if it is Graham playing again, it's it's whether we feel confident that he's going to get the ball in. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be a tricky one. It's so hard to call just because we're coming off the back of what you'd expect is a low morale pretty yeah. much. Like, yeah. yeah, three losses. We need to break that. Yeah. And hopefully we can do it. Yeah. At Deepdale, like I said. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it for the day out. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we can see some good football, competitive football, a good performance. Good atmosphere. Good, solid performance. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, hopefully some new faces as well appearing. Go on in phase. Finish us off then, mate. <laughs> Finish us off then, mate. Take us away. What do you reckon a scoreline prediction? Uh, um, after saying all that, I am going to be trying to be optimistic because I'm making the, the effort to go there. So I'm going to go into it thinking we're going to win 2-1. Okay. 2-1, yeah. I'm going to say 2-0. We win? I think we win, yeah. Cheers. I think we win. We give them their first loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I we think, break our I spell. So. I think so. And then the next game, we'll probably lose against Swansea. But I, think, I know, I somehow. Think we'll because really, it should be the other way around. We probably yeah. should lose to Preston and beat Swansea. But yeah, I think, I think, well, that's my hope. That's my hope. Let's see what Saturday holds. And let's see tonight who the incomings are and who the outgoings are. Keep it locked in again yeah. check out our socials exactly Instagram at the Tilton 2 Faze Twitter Facebook at the Tilton 2 like I said head over to the YouTube the Tilton 2 like comment share subscribe watch the videos we've already got up there and new ones are coming very very soon very very soon tune in same time well actually not same time we'll be back to our planned programming Episodes out on Monday, uh, Monday nights yeah. on socials on Tuesday. So make sure you tune in for episode 66. Keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be a busy day. And hopefully let's get three points on the weekend. Until then, keep, keep right on. on.